Hi, welcome back. Tumble Creek Golf Course. Buck and Gas with you. The Russell Wilson Invitational. We had Russell on earlier in the uh, radio program. And we bet him a dollar that he would go uh, left into the woods uh, with his tee shot. Now, uh, he didn't go left. First shot, he, he chunked it. That was a bad shot. About 100 yards to the right. His second shot, uh, not as Russell Wilson, but as Mr. Unlimited, yeah. uh, he uh, he sliced it real bad. Real bad right. It's, so it's still I owed him a dollar. We're, we're out here in the hinterlands, and it's yeah. still uploading, so well, it'll get there eventually. Listen, you, you pay a premium package out here at Tumble Creek to come out here and live in the, the serenity of the outdoors, uh-huh. and they make the Internet connection virtually impossible. They That's don't right. want you to be on your devices they, out here. And you know what? Well, you shouldn't be on your devices they, out here. You're in, you're in God's country. Out they, they don't want you to know what's going on. Yeah, they don't want outside you outside of this little the utopia. Thing. They don't want you to know. That's the other. That's they don't want the, you to even be thinking about that. Yeah. So uh, we're out here. Uh, people are rolling by. Saw uh, Cougar great quarterback Jason Gesser uh, was rolling through here. So maybe uh, we'll catch up with him a little bit later in the program. Ian Furness be out here. Uh, he's making his way. Uh, to the golf course right now. He'll be doing his show uh, from 1 to 3 o'clock. Tito's is here. If you stop by, we're on the first hole. If you're coming out here, uh, the Tito's girls are here. Uh, that's fantastic. That has made the whole trip. To you be right that, next to the yeah. Tito's tent with the Tito's girls. It, I'm it, not going to lie to you. It, it's funny. When I finally got to where I needed to be, and yeah. I looked up and I looked, yeah, I, saw the, I saw the Tito's tent, yeah. and I remember thinking, I bet we're near that. Yeah, I couldn't. You couldn't see from where I parked. You couldn't see the KJR tent. I'm like, I bet we're near the. But Tito's you're glad, tent. and then you get down here and like, oh, the, not only is yeah. the tent here, the girls here. It's wonderful. Yeah. I asked. They they did not bring Bloody Mary mix now, but they have the Russell Wilson um, mix there. Yeah, is what they call it. They call it the Russell Wilson mix. Would you I, care to guess what it is? Yeah, what is it? It's uh, it's well, obviously Tito's. Yeah. Uh, soda, uh-huh. well, a club soda, and and rhubarb. Yeah, rhubarb. Yeah. Wow. That's what I thought. Yeah, no Quickly, hey Jackson, we've got a, we've got an opening bid in our summer in UP golf package, uh, round of golf or two at Tacoma Country Club, and then uh, with myself, my buddy Darren, a member out there, and then beer and pizza from Cloverleaf, and then a tasting and tour at Chambers Bay Distillery uh, for eight. We opened it up at three fifty. Uh, we had somebody who uh, came in on a three fifty uh, bid. Who is that again, Jackson? That's James Bennett. James Bennett. Thank you so much, James Bennett. If you think you can outbid James Bennett, uh, give Jackson a call there uh, off the air, uh, 286-9595, 1-800-829-0950. If you think you can get more than James Bennett, who's in right now at $350 for the summer and UP package, give Jackson a call. He'll take your information off the air and see how much money we can raise uh, today. Uh, it will be open until 1 o'clock when we finally uh, sign off here from Tumble Creek. Uh, the Kick and Cancer event over at CenturyLink Field, uh, your opportunity uh, to play soccer against KJR personalities, to really just kick our ass up and down the soccer field. You ever thought about doing a – what's the worst type of thing you can do on, on, the, uh, on the pitch there, Jackson? Just a sliding, <laughs> like – you know, a <laughs> kick or something with the cleats out into the face. What could you possibly do? Yeah, What's you, the worst thing? Yeah, I mean, a slide tackle is one thing. I would say getting nutmegged is pretty embarrassing as well. Nutmeg. Oh, oh yeah, we went through nutmeg. I love yep. the, the nutmegging. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but, like, 
some physical violence if you'd want are, to do that. Do you see yourself wearing boots? Do you think you have cleats on? Uh, I'm the whole. I'm cleats. I'm going. Uh, getting the whole uh, thing. Shin guards. The, the jersey. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the whole kit and caboodle. So you're coming in high on I'm your tackles, high. guys. Unfortunately, I have to tell you that cleats are not allowed. So that's why not we're on. The, we're playing what soccer. Why would cleats of, not be allowed? What kind of crap rule is that? What the hell am I going to wear on the field? Like sliders or loafers? All I'm saying is we went and scoped out CenturyLink last week and got all the yeah. rules for what we can and can't have. And, Puck, unfortunately, I have to tell you that there are no adult beverages allowed on the field. Only I water. I don't care about the adult. Well, I'm going to bring an adult beverage. That's fine. That's, that's Only I mean, water is allowed. I'll put something in my travel mug. <laughs> yeah. uh, this guy looks just like Mark Crochelle, our, our, uh, one of our imaging guys. And, and like everybody else, everyone's going right today. Yeah, that's a lot, Off a lot the of tee here at the uh, hole number one. Wait a minute. You're saying I can't bring booze to this event on Thursday, and now I can't wear soccer cleats? Uh, that would be correct. We're playing soccer. I do realize that. It's like saying playing, we're going to play a game of pickup basketball well, here's games. The, I can't here's wear the basketball thing. Here's yeah. the cleats, uh, cleats, can, cleats can tear up the field a little bit more, and this is a, this is a uh, fan game. This it's is a listener turf, game. isn't it? Well, what are the what are the so can he wear turf you know turf soccer shoes? Yeah, uh, I would think so. They just can't be like metal cleats. They just can't be. Well, metal yeah, cleats. I, I was well, using the word cleat. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I think Puck, was wearing metal cleat. I like. I think like, Puck realized those that. are outlawed, man. I don't yeah. think you can wear metal. Oh, cleats. not in Little League, they aren't. Uh, well, yeah. Well, little league, like what, like uh, <laughs> soccer or baseball? Oh yeah, baseball. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah, a, you know random know. like soccer cleats. Okay, yeah. Jackson thinks we're like know. doing metal spikes like yeah. back in the day. I'm just yeah. making sure. I'm just making sure. We're good. Who we're has good. metal spikes anymore? That's what, we were, that's what we were told. So, all right. Well, I'll be there with my booze and my soccer cleats, and then I'm again just biting running. People. Yeah, just running shoes. Running shoes are fine as well. So, if you want to sign up for that event coming up on this Thursday, three to four thirty over Century Link Field, you're gonna play soccer uh, against us. Uh, you just go to sportsradiokjr.com uh, to sign up. Do that right now. I, I want to do, uh, and we had a lot to do there, but uh, one of the guys on the tee over yeah. here was uh, my friend Tim Beerman from Pearl Jam, and they've been huge supporters over the years, the Carousathon, and given tons of, I think he may have gone right, too. I wanted you to lose a dollar to him. Everybody dollar. is going right. Yeah, well, it's, that's the shot here. Yeah. That's the shot, going right. And, they, and, that, and all four of those guys, that entire group over there, did any of those guys put a ball in the fairway? Nah, Let's see. not well. That one guy is going up the left side, so maybe he did. Yeah. But I thought the majority of those uh, those shots were to the right. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a tough day for many here at the Russell Wilson Invitational off the first tee. Yeah, I don't think the heckling. I don't think that helps many of these people. But but <laughs> let's face it, there are no losers at the Russell Wilson. There are no losers. Everybody wins, especially the kids. Let me ask you a serious question. You, okay. you think Wilson really does have a Safeway Club card? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think he really. I think he's doing a cool thing with Safeway. I like the idea that hey, twenty million people go through there a month, I, and if everybody gave a dollar, I bet he. I bet he probably has one, but I don't. I'm not sure if he's used it. I, I just don't yeah. see. No, I, I don't. I don't think he does. You're asking me, does he have a club card? I'm saying every no. time I go to Safeway, the one by my house, and I will forget. I will forget my club card, which happens every single time. Yeah. And then they ask you, what about your phone number? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know which phone number. I have like 15 different phone numbers. I have no idea. Can you just give me the discount? Right. I, I know. It's, 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 it's like the, uh, 
It's like I got to remember my sign into the Seattle Times all the time because on the phone I've subscribed yeah, no. since 1991, yeah. and on the phone I get the message, "Well, oh. you've reached your limit of articles." I'm like, "How can that be? I've no. been a subscriber for 27 years, and when you go on any other device, yeah. you get through easily." But the phone, I always have to go back and remember. I can't remember what my password. Oh, I can't remember any of my passwords. I, I have password. I have I have 30 different passwords for 30 different things. Yeah, it's insane, and it's, I have to write them. Here's I do the smart things. I write them down all in my phone. So good. So when people hack into my phone, which I think probably happens daily they're getting all my information right. so that's fun yeah that, that, that's good well you know eventually you'll find out <laughs> eventually, eventually eventually you will find what, out have you, have you had your credit card like shut down have you had the uh, bank call yet? oh yeah i got i had my uh, information stolen in in vegas i, I got but that. i think i left the credit card on the bar at vegas and someone yeah. took it so, so that's kind of partially that's wrong. on my phone we we uh somebody hacked into a place we went once and we get the call, and I said, well, I said, well, I'm curious. How'd you know? They said, well, we thought it was odd that you were buying <laughs> batteries at a gas station in Brooklyn. <laughs> and, yeah, that, and, and that so would I, set you off, wouldn't it? So I said, I go, well, that seems kind of stupid. Why do they do that? And they said, well, what they do is they buy something small first. Uh, and if that goes through, then they know they can go whole hog at the next place. So they, so, so there's a, because I'm like, that seems good. Go to all the trouble to steal my credit card to get batteries when you... But that there's a method to them, those evil perpetrators that, you know, Mr. Unlimited, frankly, should be out trying to stop that crap rather than goofing around in a golf tournament. You know, and I'm glad we, I, I was always kind of judging when we had Russell on when we were going to go Mr. Unlimited. I really wanted to go right out of the out of the shoe uh, with Mr. Unlimited, I, I, but that was fine. We, 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 you did a perfect job of timing Mr. Unlimited. I was really disappointed in Mr. Unlimited's tee shot. Look, I thought I would expect much more than that. Look, let's face it, Mr. Unli Russell, to a certain extent, and his alter ego, Mr. Unlimited, they, they do many great things. Russell doesn't mind having a little attention on him. So yeah. clearly Mr. Unlimited's going to yeah. want a little attention. And I think he was excited that we brought him up. I, I think it's time, Mr. Unlimited. I think there was some conversation in the mainstream media about what the hell Mr. Unlimited's all about. I think next year at this time, when, when we come here to this uh, this golf tournament, it's going to be the Mr. Unlimited golf invitation. I think he's going to get rid of Russell Wilson. That'd be the best. I think he's tired. That'd be you know, the best. I'm going to change my name. I'm tired of being Russell Wilson. Now I'm going to be Mr. Unlimited. How about he shows up to a post-game press conference and he's, you know, he's had a bad day. He's pitched a couple interceptions. Hawks lose a heartbreaker and he goes uh russell's gone i'm mr unlimited yeah. i'll handle all your questions i'm good <laughs> and he's a totally different character like post game yeah, press yeah, conference yeah, that'd completely be great. different yeah that'd uh, be great ams win the uh, first game of their four game series against the hated baltimore Orioles. uh 5-3 edwin diaz uh, picked up the save felix hernandez had the win denard span had the home run uh the man who witnessed it all is our guy brad adam and brad's going to join us next from baltimore uh courtesy of john howie steak Station with Root Sports, Brad Adam. Brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now with Brad Adam, here's Puck and the Guest Man. And we're live here from a Tumble Creek Golf Course for the uh, Russell Wilson Celebrity Invitational Raising Money for Strong Against Cancer, benefiting Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, we had Russ uh, on earlier today at uh, 10 o'clock hour, in case you missed that. Uh, that will be a podcast up at sportsradiokjr.com on the on-demand page. Uh, and that will be uh, up a few hours after the show. Also, uh, Wilson will join our guy Ian Furness, the mayor, uh, at about uh, 2 o'clock as uh, Ian will be out here as well. Uh, Wilson, uh, we bet him a dollar that uh, I did that he'd go left off the tee here at number one. Did not. He took two shots, both slices to the right. Uh, a guy who is uh, used to hitting a slice off the uh, first tee, especially with a big crowd watching, is our guy Brad Adam. He joins <laughs> us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline all the way from Baltimore, working his schedule around to join us at this very time, all brought to you by John Howie State. Hi, Brad. 
Hey, guys. I, I, usually I'm on the golf course when we do these, but now you yeah. guys are on. Impressive. Well, and I'm on in a manner right, of speaking. Hey, if it's a, well, yeah, if it's a dog leg right, that's when you got to slice a little bit off the tee, Buck. Well, the, you know this that. thing is, yeah. yeah. Have you played out here at Tumble Creek? I want to say I did once. I think Jamie Moyer used to have uh, a charity auction tournament out there once. I remember yeah. it being good. Yeah, well, it's wonderful. I haven't got the invite is... to, to, to Russell Wilson's uh, event. I have not got the invite. So, Well, if you were well, out here, you'd be the biggest celebrity. I guarantee that. <laughs> nah, not, not even true. Not no, even I, no, actually, it's a 1,000%. It's He's not kidding, Brad. You, you be, would you'd be, be a the big biggest star. star. You'd be a big star <laughs> if you were here. You guys get to play at all? Oh no, they won't let us on the course. The There's off? no way they'll let us on no? the course. Okay. Yeah, no, they uh, they take a, a good look at us, especially me, and they go, uh, "Sir, when you're done with the show, actually, I, I saw the guy that they put in charge to escort me out of here. Once the show's over at one o'clock, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even get to like sit or like, like kind of loiter. They want me out of here as fast as possible. We're, we're just getting to enjoy the the legendary Sun Cadia wind machine, which takes the wind that that started awesome. this morning on the Pacific Ocean and has been building up sure. ahead of steam to dump down on us it's good for your skin though it is good for the skin that's true that's true hey how about uh oh, nice. how about the... go ahead go ahead you go ahead i was gonna ask you go i was gonna ask about the yeah, ball you club ahead. you're covering oh yeah nice trip so far huh <laughs> well i i thought last night and it's been an ongoing theme we've discussed it is that that a it sure would be fun if they're going to be in it this year if felix is pitching well and b he needs to pitch better. I mean, he's and all of a sudden now, over five games, he's strung together some decent performances. It's, it's a, it's a new level we're looking at. But uh, I, I thought you looked good last night. Looked like a bulldog when he had to hung in there. You know, get, had the rough inning, but but got out of it tied, and then they reversed Felix and scored a couple of runs and, and got him a win. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming enough. everybody was pretty happy with that. Absolutely, and you look at the line, and it is a quality start. With, with the three runs and six, and you're like, well, maybe he's not dominating. But, but for Felix and for the steps he's taken um, in the last five turns, it has been good. And kind of the big challenge last night was, okay, he did this against Boston. We get that. In New York, he did well. It's easy for him to get up for those type of uh, games and that type of a- atmosphere and teams. How would he do against a Baltimore team that's the worst team in the league? And kind of the last start you look at against kind of a, a sub-500 team, which was the Rays, and he lasted three innings in that one. So I thought he came out more focused in that first inning. Uh, he said it last night his fastball command was good. He had a bases-loaded, no-out situation that defense really helped him get out of. Uh, to keep it at a 3-3 game, he ended up getting the win. So I think there were encouraging signs with Felix. He's starting to feel better. Uh, he threw to Chris Herman last night for the first time. Um, so working him in a little bit as well. So I think a lot of positives in. And when you get the win, everybody seems to be obviously happy with with, with the uh, with the effort and the and the results. Brad, I thought the uh, again Brad Adam joining us from Baltimore on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, brought to you by uh, John Howie Steak. Now Brad's going to say something here that's going to blow your mind in this segment. That literally is going <laughs> to blow your mind, and you will not believe what he said. We're going to ask you at twelve twenty what that was. You're going to win fifty bucks uh, there to uh, John Howie Steak. I thought there were three big storylines. One we covered here with uh, with Felix, uh, and then also was the bullpen the job by by Colome, who again has been shaky, and the, the bullpen's been a little shaky. And then uh, the the third one would be the defense. Boy, the defense last night was just outstanding. Span his play in left field. 
I thought Segura made two great plays there at shortstop, and then Healy made a great stop there over there at first base. That was great to see last night from that defense. It's really good to see. And it's good to see Segura come back after missing those four games and really go all out in the field. You know, you weren't quite sure if his arm was going to be okay to throw like it was last night with that infection. And that was, it was pretty nasty looking. You know, you think mm. it's just like a little cut and how could it be bad? But it was, I mean, there was, it was swollen. It was a lot of pus. It was, it was nasty. So for him to come out and make those two plays, they scored runs on him, but it could have been a lot worse. You know, they kept it at 3-3. Span uh, dies, it, it slides out there in left field to end the inning. And um, Healy with the catch. And that's the way they've got to play, especially on the road. They've got to be able to score a little bit, and they have to be able to play defense and not give teams opportunities because, um, especially on the road, and that's kind of been the recipe that, that we saw again last night. Really a complete game. The bullpen came through with three scoreless, three hitless innings led by Pazos. Uh, nice to see Colomay kind of own that eighth inning. He's going to need to do that. And then hand it over to Eddie Diaz. It's automatic. You know, I saw a stat today, guys. They're 43-0 and when they lead after the eighth inning. 43-0. and How about that? Automatic. Yeah, uh, by the way, if, if swollen with a lot of pus isn't in the answer to the Brad Adam question later on in the show, <laughs> I'm going to think we're we're not doing things right. Hey, what was uh, what was Service's overall take in, in talking to you on? You can either call it a 13 or a 15 game gauntlet. Let's call it 15. They played Houston twice, and they played Tampa three. We'll throw that out. Then they had the 13 game stretch against the Angels and the Red Sox and Yankees. They go seven and eight. Uh, you'd rather be, you know, ten and five. I get that, but they played pretty well. What, what? How does he feel about his club having seen what they did during that stretch? He addressed it, and his kind of, um, I guess, attitude and belief, and, and he said the players as well was that they left a couple of games out there, and they were not satisfied with with the with what they've done. I mean, you mentioned seven, eight, certainly not bad, but. A couple of five-run leads that they let get away. Of course, the big one in Boston that that they um, that they blew twice in that one. A New York game where where they lost by one and were one for twelve with runners in scoring position. So they had opportunities. So they're not quite satisfied with the trip. I think they're encouraged, knowing that they can play with these teams and beat these teams. And they were in a lot of these games. And I think what what else we saw was that one they missed Segura for the four games. They lost three of those four games. It's tough when your hit best hitter's not there and your shortstop. And, and I think we also saw that they'd still miss Robinson Cano. You know, no one really wants to talk about it or say that, but, I mean, that bad in the middle of the lineup, especially being a left-hander, when they can't score in New York and they can't score in Boston, you know, he's kind of the one guy that you build the lineup around and pitchers have to worry about him or, or deal with crews after him. So I think you see them missing that big bat, and I think that there's, there's a confidence knowing that, you know, Without those guys, they played really well. Get those guys back. Plus, with the trade deadline, I'm sure Jerry's going to do something to help the team. You know, things are really going in a positive direction for these guys. Hey, I can't. Uh, Brad Adam again joining us uh, live from Baltimore, brought to you by John Howie Steak. He's on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Now, I, I can't ask Divish to do this anymore because we can't, I can't talk to Divish. Publicly, I can't right. talk to Ryan Divish anymore because of the Not embargo even, in place there by the Seattle Times. Oh. Yeah, you can't, I can't even acknowledge him. I can't even text him. Yeah. So I, I can't even have him ask this question. Now, Harold Reynolds, a former Mariner, and he was he's on the uh, MLB Network. Harold Reynolds was on with Softy last week, and Harold said, you know what? In fact, I think they're a better baseball team without Robinson Cano. 
And I, I don't think that if he comes back, he shouldn't even play. I want you to go into Service's office this afternoon and tell him just that, and I want to see Service's reaction when you tell him that. <laughs> Film that. Video right. that for us. Make, yeah, we'll do that. And make sure that I say Harold Reynolds, you know, several times so you know it's not coming from us. Um, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah! Throw Harold under the yeah. bus. I mean, I mean, it's it was his, it's his comments, not yours, Brad. I just want right. I want to see how long he goes in the facial expressions <laughs> before he gives a response to it. His face contorts a little bit, and then he'll say, "You, you know, to be honest though, I think they are better defensively because D. Gordon has is I got a lot more range than than Cano. I think he can cover ground, and I think they can do maybe more with him shift wise at second. They certainly don't lose anything." And I think with Heredia and Center, who we talked about, better than Gordon, who was still trying to learn the position. So I think kind of defensively they got better. But, I mean, come on. Cano's the, the best all-around hitter on your team. To have him not there it would be foolish to have him available in August and not play him. Now they're going to have to get creative to figure out where and how they will play him. Um, I don't think he'll play second every day. I don't know if he'll uh, you know, play first some, DH some. Um, I think they're going to get creative and, and figure things out, but you, you can't have that bat sitting on the bench not using it. So I, I half agree with Harold, but I think Cano's got to play. Well, I mean, it's going to be because I, I think there's – I agree. I, I think you just said it there, and it's perfect. There's like a half-truth there. Defensively, I, I don't think there's a debate. They are, they are much better defensively without him there. They, they just are because Gordon is better than him, and Heredi is better center fielder. And, but it's offensively you need his bat in the lineup, and that's why I think it, may, it makes it makes Service's job so difficult when he comes back because I think anyone acknowledges, I, I would think, that they are better defensively with, with him not there. But offensively, because of uh, how many right-handed bats they have, they need another left-handed bat in there, especially with Kyle Seeger not performing well at the plate. And that's another issue, too. Uh, with Seeger, maybe you start giving him a day or two off and move Healy over to third. You can have Cano play first, or uh, maybe even Gamble play first. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see what, what what they do and how they use him. Um, but I, I don't think, and they're going so well right now, and they're playing so well right now. I, I don't think when he comes back, he's going to, um, you know, upset the players or you know demand to play this or that. I think I think he's. He's kind of humbled by but by the suspension and kind of what's happened, and I think he's going to really look to to help the team any way he can. And I think he's going to be, um, be a, a good teammate and a good addition. And I think these guys, the way they get along and kind of are winning together on the field, I think that they'll be able to make it work. Although, like we said, they're going to have to be creative, and we'll see kind of kind of what they end end up doing. You know, we danced around a little bit, uh, Brad, and, and we're not joking. We would like you to go in and ask Scott this, but let's be honest. Scott Service and 31 <laughs> other, the 32 teams are 30 teams. However many managers are on baseball, 30 managers, every one of them would want Robinson Cano coming back to their lineup for a pennant race, even if they knew it was a an odd thing bringing him back. They're going to find a way to do it. They're going to want to find a way to get him involved because he's, he's just that good. Right, and I think most managers would just pencil him in number three and just be done with it. You know, he's a perfect number three hitter. Hit the ball to all fields. You really can't shift on him. Uh, he's taking more walks lately, getting on base more. Um, you know, a, a team guy offensively and someone that, that the other team has got to really worry about and really have to figure out pitch around. Do you, you want to go after him or you want to go after, 
you know, uh, Cruz, Seager, and Healy after that. So it, it makes a big difference, and especially in parks uh, at home where a lefty at more power in right field, the ball flies out in safe go uh, better to right field. Certainly Yankee Stadium, uh, you know, when projecting later in playoffs, uh, short right field porch. I mean, you need a left-handed bat to balance and also – uh, to get some of these uh, short porches in the American League. Hey, uh, hey, Brad, uh, just sitting down here at the Russell Wilson uh, Celebrity Invitational is uh, is Jermaine Curse. You remember Jermaine, former Washington great, former great here of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Jermaine, are you a uh, you big baseball fan? Uh, I can't say I am. Can't say you're him? All right, all right. Probably not a fan of Brad Adams. Yeah, and you probably don't like Brad Adams. If you saw Brad, I'm going to tell you, Jermaine, you, you, <laughs> if you like a guy with a good a good salad on top of his head, good hair, this guy we're talking to right now from Baltimore, he covers the Mariners for Root Sports. He's got the best hair in the business. Oh, really? It's unbelievable. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yeah. I can't believe I still I don't even want to introduce you as a jet, but hey, I'm all power hey, to you. Hey, you Brad, there and Brad's still on here. <laughs> you know, he's still here. Do you want to talk to Brad or do you want to talk to Jermaine? Well, I got to say, we have to say goodbye to Brad first before we start talking to Jermaine. All right. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Brad. Turned his back to me, and it's yeah, wow. Gas yes. is like, who wow. get Brad is out of I was gonna, here. I was going to give uh, like, uh, give, give Gas an opportunity to ask a question, because this is what, Gas, your, your la- second to last show? What yeah. Is it? You can this say is, goodbyes to it, Brad. It, it might be the last one. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we could pack yeah, so, it in after today. I may never survive. Okay. So you, your final question you want me to ask anybody on the team would be the, the service question? Yes, that's it. No, or, 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 okay. Say, that, that's it okay. exactly. I could do that. Okay. Hey, hey, Brad. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll cut you loose here. Uh, go enjoy Baltimore. Well, go to that all you can eat. Crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got Jermaine there. Here. I know. Cut me loose. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got. He's got. He's got a hit. Up. His group is hitting balls here. We got a couple minutes with him. So we'll uh, we'll cut okay. you loose. Enjoy Baltimore. We'll talk to you when you get back. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brad. Again, uh, Brad, I brought to you by uh, John Howie. I know you got a few minutes here, Jermaine. Good to see you, dressed all in guys. white. Look at you. Look dapper, my friend. Well, I didn't plan to wear, and then it, I stepped outside, <laughs> and it was cold. And is this that some... the only pullover I had <laughs> ever since Namath did? Is that something they make yeah. the Jets do? You got when you go out, you got to wear all white. You look good. I guess so. Yeah, I said it makes you look slimmer. So yeah. Well, that's why I don't wear white. <laughs> that's my dark colors right over here, Jermaine. How uh, how you been? How is uh, how's playing in New York been? What's that been like? It's been good. Um, it's definitely a lot different uh, atmosphere-wise, I guess, going from the northwest to the northeast. People are different, but it's been fun. <laughs> Big thing, obviously, is there's a media difference, right? I mean, I'm yeah. not sure that's one of the first things you notice. Yeah, the media has been cool to me so far, so we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not expecting it to last long? I mean, I hope it does, but I know how I know how it goes. Do, do you enjoy playing there? Because, like, like Gas was saying, there's a lot more media there, and the fans are probably a, a lot different. But is there the one thing about New York? Have you ever visited it? Now you're 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 spending your your professional career there. There's a great energy to that city and to into that area. Yeah, I mean, they love their football. They love their Jets. Um, well, I live in I stay in Jersey in the area where we stay, and there's a lot of Jets fans. You get more of the Giants fans closer to the city. And, okay near the Meadowlands, but a lot of the Jets fans are in jerseys, and they love their football, and they'll let you know about it. <laughs> what, what was it uh, What was it like to process everything you had to go through? I mean, you'd be, you, you're from here, you played college ball here, you played pro ball here, everything's going great. Now all of a sudden you're going to New York. That's a dr- dramatic change, and again, we talk about this all the time. We we tend to think you guys is almost superhuman, like, oh, big deal, he's got to move to New York, but you're a guy, you had to pull that off. What was that like to go through that, and, and, and how how... 
I don't say difficult was it, but how much of a change? Uh, it was definitely a change. I mean, it happened so fast. I I literally left that night, and um, you know, the first first week or two was you know I got a little homesick. I mean, it was my first time you know playing outside of the state of Washington, living on the East Coast first time. And once my family got out there, um, you know, I started to settle in, and uh, it felt more more comfortable as the season went on. And as I got to learn my teammates and meet them, and then. You know, I've, I've met some good friends on that team. That's oh, good. You rode the subway yet? Yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? You like that? You yeah, like that cool. whole subway routine? Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I mean, I got an app that can just tell me where to go, but <laughs> <laughs> it is massively confusing. It like for the first time bit, you do yeah, it, right? It, it is. Um, but you know, with the app, I can get anywhere. Yeah. It's a it's a great city. I mean, yeah. it really is. It, it's a it's got to be a fun environment. I know everyone. A lot of people out here miss you and obviously wish you were still here. But uh, you know, everything kind of changes. You've seen this kind of. You know, you've seen a big offseason of changes for this team, for the Seahawks. Right. Are you surprised how much how much turnover they've gone through the, this uh, this offseason, Jermaine? I'm a little bit, uh, but, you know, things happen, and you kind of just keep pushing forward. As, for us as athletes, you know, we got to continue to do what's best for, you know, ourselves, and the teams are going to do what's best for them. So, um, you know, you just – you just keep it pushing and and just try to make the most of each opportunity you get, no matter where it's at. Thanks. It's amazing because you know how fast the time goes too. It's already been what four or five years since since you and the Hawks you get the back to back Super Bowls and the you know the the great things that were accomplished. Here. It must give you a great feeling just to sit back and go, okay, I can't be there anymore. I got to be in New York. But what was accomplished here and what happened? It was pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, what we had out here it was something special, you know, and the the. The teammates that I had and, you know, the friendships and relationships that we were able to build with each other, those are going to last, you know, beyond football years. You know, me, Sherm, Cam, Doug, like those guys I will be friends with for the rest of my life. And so those, I still talk to them. I still talk to Sherm about once a week. I still talk to to Doug. Um, So those relationships don't change. Um, We all want to see each other succeed. Uh, it's no different, no matter where we where we go, and that that's the type of bond we had. So, but you know, I'm being in New York, I'm meeting. I, we got a young team, um, and so you ready to catch passes from a Trojan? If he's our quarterback, I'm willing to catch <laughs> passes from anybody. He's a Jet, right? He's a Jet, yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know if that, that the Pac-12 rivalry still comes. Nah, comes to the no, surface. no, he's been real cool. Uh, Sam's been really good about it. He just came into work. He, he asks questions. He's eager to learn, and he's he's been getting better every day. Awesome. One thing that that's got to be fun about playing in New York is those fans have got to be so hungry and thirsty for some success. It's been a long time since the Jets were really relevant and top of mind and all that. That that that's got to be kind of a, a nice challenge as a team to go. Can we give these guys something? Yeah, I mean, I find it somewhat similar to when we were out here. I mean, we went to the Super Bowl. What year was it? Two thousand five, I want to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that we didn't win it, and um. You know, so fans had a little bit of taste of what it, what it could almost been, and then we finally won it. And you know, the Jets hasn't hasn't won a Super Bowl I think since '62, I believe it was year. And so they're, you know, they're they're definitely, you know, yearning for some success. You know, they've been to the AFC Championship a couple times, mm. a few years back, um, but I think they're ready. For Super Bowl, yeah, <laughs> you know, Gas, yeah. you didn't know about the uh, the the love of the game from of golf from Wilson earlier when we had him on, right? This guy, you cut him open, you know, golf balls are going to fall out of this guy. He's addicted to the sport. That is facts. Yeah, he loves the game facts. of golf. How's was, the game treating you right now? 
Oh, man, you know, I actually just got a lesson this morning, and it's not doing me any justice on this course Because right he can't now. do that. You can't go I right know, from the lesson right to the course. You yeah. can never do that. But I had, I had an opportunity. One of my buddies, Jeff Gove, he was out here, just yeah. actually hit. And yeah. uh, I got with him early to try to work on some things that I've been, <laughs> you know, having some problems with. And, man, out here trying to – Trying to do that a little bit and not think about it, oh, and just hard. try to swing. It's, it's yeah. been difficult, but I'm enjoying it. I got a great group of, group of guys that I'm yeah. playing with. And are they up up on the green? Uh, yeah, we're about to hit. Oh, you're about to hit. Right? Yeah, we're okay. about to hit. So you gonna make him a bet? No, I've seen Jermaine. Jermaine's gonna hit in the fairway. He's he, gonna hit it right down the middle. He's been hassling guys all day about going everyone's right. going right here. Yeah, I everyone. Mean, uh, you know this. Who's I, your buddy? I, who's your buddy in the pants here? That's that's Greg. Yeah, that's that, that that's oh, a hell of a. That's a hell of a pair of pants. That's, that's a very aggressive pair of pants. You better hit it in the fairway with pants like that, because if you don't hit in the fairway with pants like that, then nice, you're out. Nice pants. Did they have them in your size? No. All right. Yeah, I'm telling you, everyone's going right. The wind's pushing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the game's good. Still love it. You love, you, every time I see on anywhere on, on the web, social media, yeah. you are always playing golf. Yeah. I just played in a pro-am at good. the Travelers with Jordan Spieth. That was pretty cool. Well, how awesome was that? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And do you know you know the story with his with his uh, his caddy, right? Yeah, well, yeah, Greller's a good friend of mine, oh, right? so he's he's the one that kind of hooked it up, so it was a lot of fun. Did, um, I think a couple years ago you went out to Augusta. I got I, to play, just I, to walk I, Yeah, it, right? I watched it, yeah. Have you played it yet? I have not. You're trying, you got to know somebody. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll cut you loose, Jermaine. Right. Hey, thanks for stopping yeah, thank by. It's great catching me. up with yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Welcome best home, man. Yeah, best of luck this uh, this year with the Jets. Uh, Jermaine Cursa joining us here from the Russell Wilson uh, Invitational. His group uh, is up there right now. We'll see if uh, Jermaine can put it in the fairway. We'll take a break. Coming up next, I believe we're going to go back to Baltimore, and we're going to check in with Mariners closer, Sugar. Eddie Diaz is going to join us next. Now back to Tumble Creek Golf Course for the Wilson Celebrity Invitational presented by Safeway on your home for the 12th man, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. One, two. Straight gas, homie. Game over. Edwin Diaz bringing some high, hard heat. 5-3 Mariners as they win game two on this road trip. They go two and five. And what a start to this set here in Baltimore. The man who authored that uh, save last night, save number 28 on the season. His name is Eddie Diaz Sugar, and right now he joins us from Baltimore on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, Puck and Gas Live here at Tumble Creek uh, Golf Course for the Russell Wilson Invitational. But we go back to Baltimore, and uh, we check in with Mariners closer, Eddie Diaz. Hi, Eddie. How you doing today? Hey, guy. How you doing? Thank you for having me here. Uh, well, we we thank you for coming on, boy. You have had one heck of a of a season so far. Uh, your twenty eighth save. I mean, you've been virtually unhittable uh, when you've been put in that position. Uh, it has been fun to watch you go out there and close games. Uh, how much fun has it been for you? I mean, this is your kind of first taste. Obviously, you haven't been with the Mariners all that long uh, to have this type of success uh, individually, but also as a team. You know, it's fun because you know. We- the, mo- the most funny thing in baseball is winning, you know, and we are winning games. So for me, it's, you know, I have a lot of fun in the mile. And yeah, in the clubhouse with my teammates, you know, we, we have a lot of fun. And that we, we put in the game fun, and that's what that we have a good result with that. Eddie, a part of the job of being a closer is you have a, you'll have a stretch of games where you're not used for a variety of reasons, and you just went through that where you haven't been used all that much. 
How do you deal with that mentally? How do you deal with it physically when, when there's just a bunch of games in a row where you don't pitch? How do you handle that? You know, I just I keep working before the game, you know, in my routine. You know, I try to play catch every day. I try to, to throw my flag down every day, you know. And I, I, have to, I have to be ready every night, you know. When they give me the ball, you know, I, I have to do my job. So I try to be ready every night before the game, working hard and try to get my arm ready to the game. Uh, Eddie Diaz is joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline Live from Baltimore. Uh, Mariners with the win last night, 5-3. Eddie picked up his 28th save of the season. What What would you say, Eddie, has been one of the differences, maybe the most important difference for you from, from last year and even the previous year uh, to this year? You know, throwing strike, I think I, I improved that. Throwing strike, first pitch strike. I think they're very different. You know, command my pitches a lot. You know, I work a lot in the offseason this year. Uh, working my command and my Falco command, and I think that the society this year, the Falco command. We were talking to Mel Stottlemyre, your pitching coach, and he said one of the things he's worked on with you, and one thing that he thinks you've gotten a lot better at is being willing to throw that fastball in tough situations. That you know, you're obviously trying to make a miss, and you're in the game in a lot of tight games, and and sometimes you may not want to put something out over the plate, but with your fastball. Being willing to do that makes the other pitches that much tougher. Is is that something that you and Mel have talked about and something you've worked on? Yeah, we work a lot and all of that kind of thing, you know. And he, he teaches me a lot of things, you know, good things, you know. And I I put it on the game, you know. Um, that helped me a lot too, you know. We try to to throw the fastball low, low on the zone, up in the zone. I think, and that helped me a lot because I can't set my slider after that. How much fun? How much fun has this season been for for you guys as a whole, as a team? I mean, you guys have had great success, obviously this year. You're in a you know prime spot to to make the playoffs. Um, I, I don't know how much you know of the history, uh, Eddie, but it, you know it's been a long time since 2001 since the Mariners uh, have been in the postseason for. Uh, so for a starve, uh, you know, craved fan base, it, it has been a while. You guys have had to go through a lot of adversity with a lot of injuries, and then with the Cano suspension. Uh, it seems like you guys have kind of rallied together that it must be an extremely fun and enjoyable clubhouse. You know, after all the things happen, you know, we get together and we step up, you know, with the team with Robbie and the injuries, you know, we step up uh, as a team and, you know, we start playing baseball, great baseball, you know, good fielding, good hitting, good pitching. And, you know, we are a good spot right now. We just have to keep playing like that. And, you know, I think this year will be our year to make the playoff. I know Robinson Cano has been a big teammate to you, a good teammate. He's helped you out. I know that he, you, you and he talked a little bit, and I think he gave you a book about Mariano Rivera, and that's a guy that you've looked at and not a bad guy to pattern your, your, your career after if you're a closer. Talk about what Cano means to you as a teammate and as, and as a friend because I know he's been there for you. You know, it means a lot for me because, you know, when I get to the, when I get called up, you know, he was the first person I met in the clubhouse. And before that, when I was in the minor league, you know, he took me to his house a couple of times to dinner with them. You know, he's a great person. And last year, I went to the yard to see him in his house. He went to Puerto Rico to see me. You know, we got a good relation. And, you know, he's like my brother, my my, my, my older brother. And, you know, he's a great guy. You ever you ever miss starting? You ever wish sometimes I'd like to go back to being a starter? Do you ever got to go maybe pound on the services desk and go, hey, um, <laughs> You know what Tampa Bay is doing where they're using their relievers in the beginning of the game? Is, is there ever a part of you that misses that role? 
No, I don't think so. My, my, maybe when, when they put me on reliever my first year, I missed a little bit. But it's fun reliever, you know, it's, it's fun closing game, and that's what I like, you know. I like to be in the night over there with I, close game and with the pressure, you know. I like to be pitchy with the pressure. And it's fun clo uh, reliever and closing game better than starter. Uh, another one of your teammates who we've really enjoyed watching this year, and I know you're close with him, is Nelson Cruz. How is he still hitting the baseball so far, considering compared to you especially? He's an old man, Eddie. He is an old guy. How is he still rocking the ball that way? I don't know, man. He got power, man. We in the VP, we, we like, I, I love him seeing swinging the ball, hitting the ball to the, to the fans, you know. He got a lot of power, you know, and he worked a lot every day. You know, he's a you know veteran guy. He works a lot, you know, and he's ready to play every day, every day. And you know, that's one of the more more important things we have him him here in the team. And uh, he can teach us how to play every day. If you know, feel better, feel good. How fast have you ever thrown a baseball? What's the fastest you ever thrown it? I think last year one or two. I think one one something like that. Wow. <laughs> one oh two. That's unbelievable. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. I mean, can't you throw a little bit more than that, Eddie? Come on. <laughs> nah, I just want to keep throwing strike and make my 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 thing out. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we we cut you loose, we like to throw uh, some some fast, rapid, uh, funny questions at you. Okay, to end the interview. So you just okay. tell me the first thing, the first thing that comes to mind. When we throw these off at you. Okay. Okay. What's the what's the best Puerto Rican dish? Ditch. I don't know. Oh, dish your food. What's your favorite recipe? Your favorite food to have? Oh, my food, uh, rice and beans and chicken. Rice and beans, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Favorite favorite sport besides baseball? Uh, I like basketball a lot. Did you ever play basketball growing up? Uh, when I was when I was very young, like 10, 10 11 years. Do you have a favorite basketball player? Uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, God. Who doesn't love Kobe? If you could only have yeah. one, Kobe Bryant or LeBron James, who would you take? Kobe. All right. Good one. All right. And we'll give you one last one before we cut you loose, and uh, we'll get you and let you get ready for uh, tonight's game in Baltimore. All time. Now, all time. Current players in baseball and even past players in baseball, okay? Who mm -hmm. would Eddie Diaz like to face in the ninth inning? With a one-run lead with two outs, and you strike this guy out for the final out of the game. All-time, who would you like to face? Oh, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, yes. And what would you what would you throw to get Barry Bonds out? Just a, a 102 fastball? I can't, can't throw fastball out, but it's that way here, you know. I I have to think a little bit over there in the mound before throwing my pitch. That's perfect. Barry Bond, that's a good choice. Hey, Eddie, uh, thanks so much for joining us. A great win last night, great save, great season so far. Uh, keep it up, and uh, and hopefully you guys get in the postseason this year. Thank you, man. All right, there he is, uh, Eddie Diaz, all the way there from Baltimore, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. 28 saves on the season uh, for Sugar. It's unbelievable. I may be overlooking somebody, but are there two bigger stars in Seattle sports right now than Russell Wilson and Eddie Diaz, and they've both been on this show in the last hour? Oh, uh, it's great. No, I mean, is there's there somebody I'm not uh, thinking of. I mean, um, uh, no, I think you've covered it. That may be it, good, right? Yeah, Eddie, he has been he has been lights out. He's so much fun to watch, and I, I like the way he comes. Now he's toned it down a little bit, but I like Eddie, like WBC. 
Uh-huh. Lord, yeah. He literally is just like yelling after every pitch. He's toned that down a little bit, but he still brings a flair and excitement to the game. It's fun to watch. His willingness to throw strikes, and it oh. sounds stu- You hear that, you know, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, but, but young guys, they're kind of sometimes scared to challenge. You know, it's like, I'm going to throw my slider. I'm going to throw stuff off the plate because the game's on the line. His willingness to step up and use that heat has, has been, I think, the, well, obviously the reason he's stepped his game to a different level this year. All right, we've got headlines uh, five minutes away, and then we'll have a lunch with listeners out here at the Russell Wilson Invitational, uh, uh, raising money, awareness, drug against cancer, all benefiting uh, the Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, you can still bid on our summer and UP package. We still have one hour left. Round of golf for two at Tacoma Country Club uh, with myself, my buddy Darren. Then you'll get uh, uh, beer and pizza from the Cloverleaf and a uh, tasting uh, tour uh, at Chambers Bay Distillery for eight people. Uh, if you want to bid on that, uh, call Jackson off the air right now, 286-9595-1800-829-0950. Also, if you'd like to play soccer against the KJR staff this Thursday at Century Link Field from 3 to 4.30, we still have some spots available. Log on to sportsradiokjr.com uh, to sign up for that. Lunch with listeners next.